1: Well, officially, spring is here. Thank goodness. I don't know about you, but I've already started my onion plants from seed. Yesterday, I started preparing for my tomatoes. Like, I am ready to get this growing season underway. Now, it happens every year, right? Between March 19th and March 21st, we get that spring equinox, the first day of spring. And then, of course, days are getting longer all the time. Nights finally starting to get shorter. So we all know this happens at this time of year. But you know what? Around the world, every culture has its own way of marking it and marking how significant this is. Our producer, Bianca Rego, spoke with Sabina Malioko, who's a folklorist and Professor of Sociological Anthropology at UBC to find out how these traditions have kind of transformed our modern day celebrations. So what is
0: the spring equinox?
2: So the spring equinox is actually an astronomical occurrence that happens when the sun is between the winter and the summer solstice and it crosses the equator. So it's, it's a point at which the day and the night, in other words, the number of light and dark hours, are close to equal depending on the latitude at which you live.
0: How have people observed and celebrated this throughout history? The
2: spring equinox has for a very long time been recognized ceremonially with rituals and celebrations by people all over the northern hemisphere as the official beginning of spring. Another way that people uh, celebrate is by jumping over bonfires. Now, you mustn't think giant burning bonfires. You have to wait until it burns down and you're actually just jumping over the embers. But jumping over the embers of bonfires is popular in Turkey, in parts of Iran, in many parts of Central Asia. And it celebrates putting behind us the adversity of winter and coming into a new season. Other customs associated with this holiday, particularly among uh, Iranians and Persians, even Persian Canadians and Iranians, is the making of a table called a haft sin. And a haft sin is a table with seven objects on it. All of them are related to the new year and to the coming of spring. You might have apples, nuts, some people put a little goldfish in a bowl of water on the Hoftsin table. We have documentation that people were observing this as the beginning of the new year. And in fact, throughout much of the Northern Hemisphere, in many, many cultures, the new year used to be celebrated on or around the spring equinox and not on January 1st. So people observed the signs of life returning all around them thanks to the advent of the spring season. And to the earliest humans, this was very important because it signaled a coming end to the difficult winter season, a season of of privation. Especially in the northern latitudes, people had trouble surviving sometimes because of the lack of food. So with the spring equinox, that promise of a summer of plenty, that promise of calmer days, uh, days of survival, days of happiness and thriving was, was right on the horizon.
0: That's so interesting to think about, especially considering that the spring equinox symbolizes this rebirth and this transition into basically like a new era. It's interesting to think that we don't use this to mark our new year, and instead we use January 1st.
2: Well, that actually came later. So for example, here in Canada, for many years into the colonization of Canada until about 1752, people observed the new year around the end of March, usually around March 25th, which is just a few days after the spring equinox. And they, in fact, used to do this throughout Europe. It's only with the switch from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, which happened in 1582, that January 1st was officially declared as the beginning of the new year by the Pope. Now, the reason that it caught on much later, about 200 years later, in Canada and in the North American colonies, is because they were Protestant. And so they were not going to let some Pope tell them what to do. So for about 200 years, between 1582 and 1752, the Protestant parts of Europe, observed the beginning of the new year around March 25th. And the rest of Europe, the Catholic parts of Europe, observed it on January 1st. How's that for confusing? We think daylight savings time is confusing, but imagine having different, different parts of a region observe the new year at different times. And in fact, our custom of April Fool's Day dates from that time, where people who still observed the new year at the end of March beginning of April with springtime were considered fools. They were foolish because they, they hadn't updated to the new rules that said that the day began actually on January 1st. So that's where our idea of April Fools came about, and our custom of playing tricks to fool people on April 1st dates to that switch.
0: Are there any other traditions or holidays that we celebrate today that are related to how people used to observe the spring equinox?
2: Well, the celebration of Easter among Christians is related to the equinox because it is timed based on the equinox. Easter is timed to coincide with the first full moon following the spring equinox. And if you think about Easter celebrations On the secular side, you can see that many of the symbols associated with new life are associated with the secular commemoration of Easter. Things like decorated eggs, things like rabbits, symbols of fertility, Things like chicks, which relate directly to the fact that birds are reproducing right now. If you had real chickens, well, they'd be laying more eggs and, and most of them would be actual chicks. So all of these things relate directly to the seasonal cycle.
1: That is our producer Bianca Rega, who is speaking with Sabina um, Maliako, Malioko, I should say, folklorist and professor of sociological anthropology at UBC, talking about the traditions of spring equinox and how they have transformed our modern day celebrations. So, all because it brings us warmer, longer days. And historically, that has always been something to celebrate. It's time to grow. I think that also has a lot to do with it too. As I was saying, getting busy in the garden or starting to think about the things that you are going to plant. I've been waiting all winter for that, right? I've been making my little diagrams, figuring out where I'm going to plant stuff, which seeds I have to start indoors, writing everything down. And now it's ready to execute that plan, put it into action. What are you going to grow this year? Let me know what's going on in your garden. Send me at cknw.com.